Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Business Choreography Podcast. And today we have a special guest. We have Deanna Rogers joining us and just a little bit about her before we bring her on and introduce her. Um, Deanna is the owner and CEO of Evolve Events and works with Roland Frazier and the Epic Program. And she has been in the industry for over 15 years. She's the author of three books and has had the privilege to work with events from 20 in the room to over 6,000 in the room. She's pretty cool. We're really excited to bring her on and introduce you to her. So we'll cue the theme song and then we'll jump in. Listen, there's a lot to learn when growing and scaling your business. That's why we created the Business Choreography Podcast, where we talk about choreographing your marketing, operations, and sales into dynamic systems that increase your revenue and your impact. We'll explore solid business principles and discuss all things that make businesses dance to success with clarity. We'll help you figure out where the holes are in your business and what you can do to fix them. Think of us as your official business choreographers, aka your insider growth strategists. Remember, your choreography matters. Welcome to the Business Choreography Podcast. Deanna, thank you so much for joining us today. It's so exciting to have you here. We're excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. You have rocked our world from the moment we came across your path. Uh, You have instantly become one of our mentors and we appreciate you so much. And we're so grateful to have you on the show and share you with our audience and uh, let them benefit from the amazingness that you are. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I I love working with both of you. So I'm, I, it's my pleasure to be here today. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we talk a lot about choreography because we were past ballroom dancers, uh, professional dancers. And uh, and so we've kind of tried to bring the elements and uh, spirit of choreography from the dance world into the business world. And we kind of feel like the world throws at us all sorts of different pieces of choreography in our life. And we just kind of have to figure out how to dance through it. <laughs> and and uh, mm-hmm. so our, our first question for you is, how in the heck did you end up here today doing what you do? We'll talk more about that as we go, but kind of give us the backstory and let us know about your journey to this point. That's really fun. Let's see. How long do we have on that? version is um, I used to be a single mom with three boys and uh, I uh, had to figure out how to, you know, thrive. And so that was something I had to do. You talk about, you know, choreographing and trying to figure out what, you know, how to make things work and to dance through life. But um, I just know, knew I needed to do something. And so I, I was working in a space where we were running events and um, doing, I was in the real estate space doing real estate events. And so I decided to create um, a company and I created my very first company called Affiliate Mastermind Group, AMG. And it was to support and network other affiliate managers out there running events and doing joint ventures. Um, and it grew. It was. It started out as phone calls once a week just so that I had a support system uh, to then doing my very first live event, to then teaching people how to do live events, to then uh, creating a mastermind. I started my own mastermind. And um, during that time as well, I had just recovered from having cancer. I had stage four cancer for five years. And so, you know, I had a lot of things going against me that I just was like, I'm not giving up that I know that I can do this. And so I fought really hard um, to make a difference and to be surrounding myself with people that would push me. Uh, That was a thing is I needed to be pushed. 
And so I surrounded myself with like-minded people and uh, had some really great people that I worked uh, underneath and alongside. And uh, one of those people uh, was Roland Frazier. I, I worked with him in that I several different real estate shows. I got to meet him and work with him. And when I decided to start my own company and write my books, um, I had asked Roland to uh, do me a favor and come speak at my event, and he, <laughs> and it was it was huge. Everybody loved him, and <laughs> it was great. And then he's like, "Oh, I'll come to your mastermind." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I've got Roland Frazier in the house!" And right. so it was that was like a aha moment, you know, for me. And so you know, I've I've since been remarried and. Uh, my boys are all adults now. I have grandchildren now, but it's been a journey, you know, and uh, and I've been very blessed that over the last, uh, what, 14 years, we'll see, 12, so 13, 14, since I've known Roland, uh, and then he brought me in under the fold when he came into a big partnership with ID Incubator Digital Marketer in that mm-hmm. space. And so he brought me in because they had this little event called Traffic and Conversion Summit. <laughs> <Little> <laughs> and so he was like, you know, you may want to come in and run events for us. And so um, that's how I got my foot in that door. And I knew, again, I always knew aligning myself with people that were um, much smarter than me so I could learn and grow under them. And so, you know, Roland Frazier is probably one of the smartest people I know. Oh, gosh, yes. And, um, <laughs> So I knew aligning myself with him was the right thing to do. So I joined that and that's been a long time now. Um, I've been working with that company specifically with Roland for 12 going on 13 years. Um, But I've worked with Roland for longer than that. And um, it's been a it's been a beautiful ride. I've I've had the extreme pleasure of my team and myself being able to work with Ryan Dice and Roland Frazier on Traffic and Conversion Summit for eight of eight or nine of those years. And, uh, and then, then COVID happened, you know, we ran events and, uh, COVID happened, gotta love COVID and, uh, down, right. It just like events just stopped and they ceased. And, um, so Roland and I actually, Roland and I were at an event putting on, was about to put on the event. I was setting up the event, um, when COVID the hotels and everything shut down, the country shut down. And we had to tell people that were in the hotel to go home. And uh, so we we did. We had the hotel gave us 24 hours to get out and to get to an airport and get home before lockdown happened. So we had all these people in a hotel to do an event and we got shut down. Uh, Talk about having to be resilient and make things work. So Roland and I um, put our heads together and was like, well, you know, what do we do in the meantime? Because events was our thing. Um, and, uh, he was teaching on, you know, acquisitions, but was doing it in live event settings. And, uh, so we decided to make a challenge out of it and go online (laughs) that are stuck at home. Uh, and so for the last two years, we kind of went that route. Um, and then we've been super blessed that events are back up and running. Um, but the last year when events, when the world opened back up, we went back out and spun up another event company again, and now we're back. So, uh, <laughs> kind of come full circle, you know, um, but it's been fun. Uh, it's, I, I, I'm blessed every day. Uh, I always tell people that, you know, you can have things like rocks thrown at you. And I think it's just a matter if you have a victim mentality, do you say right. you've been thrown a rock at you or do you take that rock and put it on your path? And now you've got a pebble path. Like, I'm just going to walk on it and make it work, right? So, um, 
you know, I think everything that was ever thrown at me or that I ever had a challenge with just made me the person I am today. And I just feel grateful and blessed to even be here today. So it's amazing. What a, what a journey. I, I mean, Thanks. I have so many I questions. I have no idea. <laughs> All uh, of those things. You, David, you're writing like crazy. So. I, I am. Um, I guess my first question is about uh, as an entrepreneur in those early stages, maybe pre-Roland and, and all of that crazy yeah. journey, what was your down that down the rabbit hole moment of, I've got to do this, and you just like, it tripped you in and you went and you just had to dig in to get it all done? I will tell you, um, my first one was so scary. You know, again, I was bald. I wore wigs. I, had, I never had a bad hair day. So let me just tell you that. I never <laughs> had a bad hair day. I had multiple wigs. It was amazing. Didn't have to fix my hair. Y'all are laughing. <laughs> I know. That's just my humor. Um, but I'll tell you, you know, it was, um, I knew that I had to make it work. I had three boys and, right. you know, I knew I, I didn't have an option. Uh, and so mm-hmm. I had, I'm just going to tell you, I was, it was, it was scary. I, I had $30,000 to my name at that time in my life. And I was like, I'm in, I'm going to do it. I'm going to put on an event and I'm going to create this company and I'm going to go all in. And I went out to people I'd never met before, AV companies and a book publisher. And I was like, look, if you will invest in me, I promise that I'm going to make the most of this and I'm going to, I will be your biggest trader. I will support you. I will network. I will get you more business. And I begged and pleaded. I was not giving up. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm either going to lose everything I have or I'm going to make something. Like I just knew that was all I had. Right. And I was so scared um, because that's, I took everything. I took everything I owned. Like I had $30,000 in my bank account. I'm like, okay, I'm in, let's go, let's do it. And, um, put on my first event and it was scary because my first event had, I want to say it was like 150 people and I was wigged out like, oh my gosh, what do I do? You know? And, um, I, I remember that I had people that the AV company did it at cost and only charged me just basic wow. amount because they believed in me. And I remember the book publisher came and he's like, I'll do this for you for this. And cause I'm going to help you. And I remember like even just all these people, my MC came in for free. Like I was begging and pleading everyone, <laughs> like, come on, so let's do this together. You know, I was, I was bound and determined. And, um, I remember that event came in at like 30, we made like $32,000. I'll never forget. I made 2000 bucks. And you would have thought that I hit the jackpot. Cause I'm like, I didn't lose money. Yay. <laughs> I got my money back. And so it was so funny. Cause then I realized, you know what? I'm not afraid to try and I'm not afraid. And I, I actually um, had a mentor that actually I, I put myself through a coaching and I was like, look, what do I do? And he's like, what's your biggest fear? And at the time, you know, it was spiders and, and heights. Like it was so funny because I wasn't afraid of other stuff. I'd already gone through that. Right. Nice. And, um, I'm like, well, you're not putting me in a room with spiders. Not happening. Um, <laughs> well then go jump out of an airplane. If you're afraid of heights, go jump out of an airplane. Okay. I am afraid of heights, but I'm like, okay, if I can do that, I can do anything. So <laughs> got sidetracked. I went up and I jumped out of an airplane. Now I say that. Here's the fun part. I really didn't jump. They pushed me. Because I paid to go up in the plane and then I cried like a baby and I'm like, I'll pay you to take me down. And he's like, no, no, we're in it. And have you ever seen Garfield like 
holding on to the edge. That was me crying. I'm not going to lie. I cried and they jumped. So I really was kind of pushed. I can't truly say I jumped out of the plane, but I did it. And then I got to the bottom and I realized, wow, I did. I overcame something. And it was from that moment that I was like, you push yourself, you can actually do what you don't think is possible. And, um, and that was that, that was the moment for me. I'll never forget that day in my entire life. I mean, I cried like a baby all the way down, got video. <laughs> but when I got to the bottom, I knew I did it. And right. that changed my mindset. It was that one little thing that like, now I can do anything. Like, it's funny how that one scary thing that is just going to hold you back. Yeah. Then now it's like, man, if I jumped out of a freaking airplane at 11,000 feet, Ah, I got anything. I can go buy businesses. I can do this. I can run events. I can do a mastermind. Like I just, the, the other stuff didn't seem to be as scary. Um, so that was one of the things that really was a defining moment for me was just yeah. having someone say, find that scariest thing and go conquer it and now face the world, you know? Wow. This was <laughs> after the whole cancer ordeal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, cancer didn't scare me at all. <laughs> Jumping out of a plane scared me to death. <laughs> now, I will say this, though. So uh, funny. I'll go backtrack just a little bit. I had the best doctor when I first got diagnosed because um, this is my mentality. I like to I'm a control freak. I'm absolutely <laughs> control freak. Uh, my doctor was like, OK, you can't cry. And I'm like, I'm bawling, you know, and he's just like, nope, can't cry. You go home tomorrow. If you come back and you cry, I can't be your doctor. And I'm thinking, man, you got really poor bedside manners. At the time. <laughs> well, um, but I realized it was a mentality thing, like my mindset. I couldn't give in. Went home, only had one night to cry, came back the next day. and was like, all right, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's fight. Let's do this. Let's go. Let's do yeah. it. And um, so, you know, I shaved my own head. I controlled my own destiny. I mean, I'm not saying any of that had anything to do with that, but it was, I had to control that. I could not give in. And so I've just always been that way. I'm like, all right, bring it on. Let's go shave the head. I had my girlfriends come and shave my head. We went wig shopping. We had a great time. That that didn't scare me, you know, but <laughs> other things do. Jump out of a plane obviously does. You know? <laughs> when When did you write the books in the mix of this? I wrote the books. Oh my gosh. When was that? That was right when I first started AMG. Uh, was when I first came out with my joint ventures. My very first one, uh, I have to go pull it up. Was it 2000, 2003? I think it may have been. I'll have to go back and look at it. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And it was, what was it called? Joint ventures? Yeah. So hold on. Uh, yeah. Hold on just a second. Yeah. Give me one second. Hold on one second. The first one was this one with the lovely fish. It was called the perfect protege. I did this one. Um, and so I was trying to remember if this was 2003, I believe this one may have been, um, but I did the perfect protege. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So pull that out. And then, so perfect protege was the first one. And then we did, I was in conversations with gurus was our next one that I did with some of my partners. And then the next one was zero to hero. I did that with some of my yeah. partners. Nice. Yeah, so those were this was the very first one and then these were the other two that I that I did. So very cool. Yeah. And when was that? That was like they were just all spread out during your time. They were no, they were actually all within two years. So yeah. I mean the first one you know, it was actually pretty easy. Uh, Cause I can talk a lot and I just had, <laughs> had a writer that listened to me talk and then they helped write it for me. So I just 
it was it was actually fairly simple because I didn't have the time to write it myself. So I just like did it over uh, audio on the phone for like a couple hours and and then they wrote it for me. So I love it. It was that great. Is, it's the way to write a book. Let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. Well, we're going to have to get those in our collection and everybody listening needs to go get them too. So uh, you're, you're running this event. You're begging everybody to put it on for you. You're doing whatever you can to get that first one to go. And then you clearly saw that you had a knack for it and yeah. that you were going to be able to do this. What what was it that finally allowed you to hit a growth phase through doing events and doing that whole play? Um, it was surrounding yourself with the right people. You know, mm-hmm. I had to find the right team and I found the right people that I aligned myself with that um, worked, you know, that was able to work with me and be on my team. And then I knew that I could trust and support that would um, be able to build the infrastructure below us and work together. So I had an amazing team that came on board and we worked years together. Um, and so they, that was very, you know, it's very important that you like the people that you work with, right? And the people that you trust. Yeah. And events is like a family. It's not like a regular job because you travel together. You're around each other all the time. You put in long hours. It's stressful. It, you can get cranky, you know, <laughs> you have to be able to just, you know, know that you trust and love them and that it, that, you know, it's not like a nine to five where you go home and the next day you're back and this is, it's pretty intense. You're traveling all the time and you work till midnight or, you know, just, it's just a very different uh, mindset around people. And so um, I just, I was very fortunate to have a very amazing team that came on and worked with me. And then I aligned myself with just incredible uh, mentors and people like Roland Frazier, who took me under his wing and, and believed in me and said, you know, we'd like for you to, you know, to, to come in and run our events. And um, I, I don't believe that there's anyone else that has impacted me the way that Roland Fraser has. Like I've learned so much and I, I do give him credit for that because I grow every single day just from the things I learned from him and from what he's taught me. Um, he's a visionary. And so he, he always pushes a little bit more. And so, and I'm just that way. I love that. So uh, just having someone that you can look up to and grow with and then having the support team under you that's willing to grow with you as well. That's just really important to have both of those. Right. right. You, so we talked about, you know, overcoming cancer, overcoming, right. uh, jumping out of a plane. Yeah, but no spiders, um, no spiders. Oh, no, oh right. yeah. And spiders. Okay. Um, <laughs> but what about in business? What's been one of the biggest challenges that you've had to overcome in business? I think managing your time and balancing it with family. I mean, I had three boys and I had to figure out what that balance was with traveling. And luckily I remarried and my husband's very supportive and was able to be here to help, you know, with the kids as they, of course they're older. Now my kids are all adults. My kids are (laughs) 30, 27, 25 now. So they're older, but you know, at the time they were still young kids. And so I had to, you know, had to have that support system and balance that and just really make sure that I didn't, um, put one more than the other that I balanced the kids with the family, with, you know, with the, with the uh, businesses that we were, that we were working in. And so that was, that was hard because I'm an all in kind of person. And uh, I tended to like, just, okay, go on. And, and then, you know, you don't want to ever forget uh, the reason of why you're doing that. And my boys were my reason. So, um, so, so I had to learn that. And I also had to learn, um, 
you know, time management too, as far as like what to make important. Cause I find little things that I would just eat up on and be like, Oh, I got to do that. And then I realized that was sucking time out of my day. And what's important is, is doing that time management of putting things that are really going to be a priority. What's important to your team. What's important to moving the business needle, right. Mm-hmm. And then doing the other things, if it'll allow. And then the last thing was, is learning the word no. That was probably my hardest thing. I could not say no to people. I said yes to everybody. I I mean, I did like, okay, you want to help? Oh, sure. Yeah, I'll help you. Or, oh yeah, we can do that. And I just took, I said yes. And um, to the point that I wasn't getting sleep or I was always working and then your balance gets off, you know? Um, So I had to learn when to say no and when to say maybe later, right? And have that respect of that boundary. So those were the things I think that the most important and they seem so simple, but when you get into business, you get sucked in and you forget that how simple it is. You can say no, it's okay. Yeah. I love that. So true. You know, the interesting thing, uh, I love how you were pointing out that, that connecting yourself with great people helps so much. And I look at it and, and we've been connected to Roland and, and started to learn from him. And we've learned now, you know, you do what Roland says, you, you, yeah. you just you do what Roland says. And when Roland says, talk to Deanna, I mean, I can't think of higher praise from a guy who is so ridiculous like Roland. And so that means that uh, from our perspective, we've always admired you in that same regard, because if he says, trust Deanna, listen to Deanna and what she has to say that, that to us is, is huge, you know? And, and so in the beginning, you found your way to Roland. How lucky are you? Like, how did that happen? How did you, I mean, like, you're like, oh yeah. And then I got connected to Roland and then Ryan and then trafficking. Like what? That's a skill. Like, what did you do? Was it luck? I'm going to say it's not a skill. It is, um, Everybody is surrounded by people every day that maybe you don't realize what an impact they'll have on you. And I think you have to cherish that and treasure that and look for that. I think people sometimes forget to look at the people around them. I've had so many people just since they've gone through our programs now, they're like, oh my gosh, this person has been in my life this whole time. And now we're business partners. And now we're, it's like, they were there the whole time. Right. I think it's opening your eyes to be able to see that bigger picture and being aware of that and knowing that those are the people that you want to align yourself with. I knew when I was doing real estate events and I saw Roland on stage, Roland's a visionary. I get that. That is, that is what I thrive on, you know? And so I knew when he, I owned a business and when, when he came and he was like, look, we're going to be doing these events and we'd like to have you come on. And that to me was such a blessing. And I knew not to pass that opportunity up, you know? And I, but I also knew I, I had worked with him for a couple of years at that point at shows and events and things like that. So we knew each other and we respected each other and I had high respect for him. And so I just, I just knew that that was, those were the kind of people that uh, I wanted to surround myself with. I, for years, even though when we weren't always doing events together, I aligned myself and kept up with him and other people in those circles because that was important to me. So I think it's um, always connecting always like connections are so huge 
Um, don't put blinders on and put yourself in a box. You know, I think that's the worst thing that you can do for yourself. And so uh, is making those connections, opening those doors, even if they don't do anything right now. Like I have something right now that I'm working on um, with Roland that I, that him and I, that I brought to the table, but it's something I've been holding on to for years and um, worked that relationship for a long, long, long time. And it's just now come into fruition. But you just have to keep those doors open. So I think sometimes we forget that. I think we forget that it, those connections are so valuable and um, to never underestimate a good connection and to be respectful of it and to always give back to others. Uh, don't be a taker, be a giver. That's like so important because it's going to come back around. You just don't know when it is, you know? Right. Right. You are incredible at these events. It, it just blows me away watching you work from the background and seeing how you put them together uh, and being privileged enough to see some of your SOPs and how you sure. have put those together for us to be able to follow in your footsteps. It's been incredible. When did you know, or how did you get to that point where you had realized this was a, a great skill for you? Because it's, I mean, it's such a talent to be able to do it and watching and looking through your SOPs that we've gotten from you. They're incredible. Right. How, did Thank you just you. have that skill? You feel like you, you, know. you, it's a talent or did you just, is it just long years? <laughs> I really appreciate you saying that, but it's not. You grow every single day. I learned something yesterday, which was really funny that I was like, oh my gosh, look at how much better I'm going to be because I learned that. You know, yeah. you're learning every single day. And when you think that you know it all, you're wrong. You don't, you know? And so I, I think he does just stair-stepping, always growing. Um, I always grow. If you you guys are ever around Roland long enough, Roland's <laughs> always stepping up his game, right? right? Yeah. Always, right? So I just kind of, I like to follow in that footprints. Like, you know, right. always what's next, you know, not just being settled on what we're at now, but how can we make that one more thing better? You know, what's one more thing, whether you, whether you have a company and it's like you have, you're trying to do a client experience, what's one more thing that you can do for that client experience? What's one more thing you can do in your office that'll make a difference? What is one more thing you can do for your employees to make them appreciate coming to work every day? Like just that one little thing, you know, and I think that's what it's that growth. It's a daily growth and it's never just, oh, I'm here and this is what I know and I'm good for that. No, it, you you are what you put into it. And so um, I want to be a student every day. I know I fail. What's funny is I fail every day. I fail all the time. Just people don't know it. I'm my harshest critic. Um but I'm always growing and I want to grow. And so I'm always looking for ways to see what can I do one more thing that, that will make a difference and how that's going to, how that's going to change the outcome of the business or the team or, you know, my network, whatever that is. And so just don't be afraid to grow. And the other thing is, is don't be afraid to get outside of your comfort zone and ask questions and learn from people you don't necessarily have to reinvent the wheel either, right? If you see other people doing it, ask questions and learn from them and then implement. That's the third piece is a lot of people get shiny object syndrome. They go out and do all these things, right? And they never implement something. So we always try at the office was we implement something new all the time and we standardize everything and just what are we going to implement today? What are we going to do that's going to make an impact? And um, I, I just think that's really important. 
Yeah, for sure. I love that. You're running these massive events and you, you helped TNC grow to the mega conference that it is. And what do you feel like is the hardest part of running an event? And what do you feel like is the funnest part of running an event? I've always said for years that TNC was like my Super Bowl, right? It's like, imagine, <laughs> like my goal would be to someday run a Super Bowl. Let's just be real, right? Like, <laughs> right. Think about if, okay, if you're ever in an event space, like that's where my head's at, right? Um, if you ever go online and watch a football game again or anything big, think about the person behind the scene that's having to make all that happen, right? So yeah. it's so much work. It's so much uh grit that you put into it and then when it's over you just you're celebrating it's your super bowl it's like what every everybody gets to see what you did and so you can relish in the fact that you did that and so i always take every single show and i'm like it's my super bowl like i'm so excited to be able to put this on and it has such an amazing experience there's nothing that makes me prouder then I got a text today from someone that was like, oh my gosh, I went through this program with Roland and you guys helped me do this. And in the last four months, this, this, and this is what happened. And I was beaming with pride because I was like, this was someone that I had talked to. And I was like, man, this is so cool to see that they were able to do that. And so, um, you know, every, every, whether it's a company, whether it's an event, whatever it is, everything you should be proud of and be able uh, to relish in that and, and then just grow. And then be like, okay, now on to the next one. And how can we make it even better? Right. And so then just doing that. And then the other thing I think that's the hardest part is, um, I would say the hardest part for me is, um, letting go and letting other people do things like you gotta let go <laughs> things, right. And just be like, okay, I can't micromanage. We have to let teams do that. And it's okay if it's not perfect, it's okay. And if, you know, not everyone's going to know if it's not perfect. And as long as the clients are having a great experience, then that's okay. So I think that I'm my harshest critic. Uh, but as long as the, as long as it ends really well, I'm, I'm really pleased and I'm always happy with it and I feel really good. And then I'm okay. Next one, now can we make it better? So. Right. Wow. And you do, I mean, we've been talking a lot about events, Yeah. but you do so much uh, of the general management for mm-hmm. so much behind the scenes, like you were saying right. that I don't think a lot of people know about, and I don't know that you're privileged to share it at the moment, but you do, you do so much for so many things that are going on in the background. And we had no idea. And we have so much respect for, uh, for you and seeing all this stuff that you have put together and you're managing and keeping going. How do you juggle all that? I mean, you you just seem to be doing so many different things, even outside of your event company. I just, it blows me away. How do you do it? Uh, It's called coffee. Uh, no, you know, it's funny, the event, we were, we've been talking about events, but events is just the small sliver of, of what we do that some, you know, that event company is actually now run by um, my son. He runs that. And so right. that's actually totally different. Um, I, I am the general manager of Epic, which is the company that is Roland's uh, company. And so I'm very blessed to be able to call that uh, my baby that I, I work with him every single day. 
and uh, I'm under his guidance. I learn from him every day. And so his brands, his things like that, I'm able to work with and, and to grow and nurture. And so we have a full team. And so, yeah, the events is fun and I love it. It's a passion. It's, it's a passion yeah. job. Uh, but that's not what I may basically do. I do. I am the general manager of the Epic companies, the CFE. I have equity in, in some companies with Roland and so partnerships there. And so um, I'm just blessed to do that. I wear many hats. So you just have to learn how to juggle those hats. And then I drink coffee. It's great. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I mean, I'm joking, but I will say this. It's all about scaling and having a team in place. So the true thing is, is that you can do all those things if you have an incredible team and they're trained and you, um, you truly give them what it takes to grow. And I think the biggest thing that I can say is, is to reward them. I love rewarding um, our employees. And I say that because I just, I love it. I love when I can, you know, you go to an event and I'll bring them all like, like really fancy house shoes or this time around, I brought them some really nice fancy. We went to Cabo and I bought everybody some really cool sunglasses and, you know, just it's not a lot. It's, it's, but it's something you're just constantly telling them how much you appreciate your employees. Those little tiny things will go such a long way because they just, everybody wants to feel appreciated. And if you can stop for one moment and appreciate and um, understand what your employees are going through and reward them in some way, whether it's financial, monetary, whatever it is, then um, that that's where your loyalty in your employees will be. And so I, I um, am a firm believer in um, sharing my wins, sharing their wins, making sure I'm aware of what they're doing, having a real strong pulse on your team and knowing when something's wrong, knowing how to identify that. And then, and then truly giving kudos. Like it's so important to do public kudos to your staff so that they feel appreciated and they'll go to the ends of the world for you if they feel appreciated. And that's so important in when you're scaling companies is that having that structure and that support team so that you can walk away and go, go do other things. And you know, that company is going to run on its own, but you know, that, that, that's just something I've just, I'm passionate about. And I believe is just something that we should all be passionate about. And it's fun to watch you work, uh, you know, not that we were being creepy about it or anything, but at the last <laughs> event we were at, it was just, it, you know, we love to see behind the scenes being from the, We always like to watch the, the behind the scenes of the what's happening. Yeah, we love it. And so it, it's, it was fun to see you at work, although I know we don't get to see everything, but we know that there is so much going on behind the scenes and it takes a, a master at what you do to be able to make all that come together. And we appreciate it so much because we've, we've learned so much from you. Tell us more about, uh, we've got to hear about Evolve Events Group a bunch, but tell us more about Epic Network. So Epic Network, oh, sorry, Epic Network is the company that Ryan um, Dyson, Roland Frazier and Richard Lindner own. Um, that's the one that I actually run that company, the general manager of that company. It involves, um, Roland goes out and teaches how to acquire companies with zero money out of pocket. So that is uh, our flagship. It's what we truly are. Uh, Roland's been teaching for the last couple of years and uh, we ran our challenges off of that. And now we have our coaching programs. And what's really fun about that is, is we're getting to see 
thousands and thousands of people that their lives are being changed by being able to go out and acquire companies. So that Epic uh, Network uh, owns Epic, which is one of our programs. We also have our Consulting for Equity program, and we have a couple of others that are going to be announced here soon. Um, but uh, really, um, it's a really great uh, you know company with multiple programs that helps you go out and if you're looking to acquire a company and or get equity in a company, a lot of people just don't realize that Roland will always say, have you ever had anyone that just goes around and says, hey, can I just pick your brain? And so they're like, oh, let's just get on a phone call. I had someone last week. It's so funny. They're like, you want to go to lunch and, and pick your brain or have coffee? And I'm like, no, I really don't. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and like, says, it sounds painful, right? Um, but, you know, no. And what, what happens is, is when you change your mindset and you're like, okay, but if I talk to someone and I'm able to consult for equity in that company and now I have equity and I'm getting a consulting fee, look at how that changes rather than just sharing all of your knowledge with someone for free because you were just giving it out, right? And so just changing that mindset and now seeing all these people that are out there acquiring companies and doing consulting and getting consulting for equity, all those things, and it's changing their lives. That is so fun and rewarding for us. And then, you know, obviously... We're not shy about it. We want them to bring us deals and us be able to do deals with people. So, you know, we we say that's that's what this is for, is for you to go out and find deals and bring them back. And we all partner on deals together and we all make money together. Who doesn't love making money? So, you know, that's that's what we do and it's what we love. And um, I, I just consider myself blessed on a daily basis to be able to work underneath them and to be able to lead that company and um, to learn myself. I learn every single day. So it's great. Love it. Love it. We we could probably <laughs> sit here and ask you questions forever. I and know. I, it just, I, it's, it's amazing. But we know you are a busy, busy woman. So we, we won't take any more of your time. Did you have another one that we need nope, to? Nope, I was, okay. I was um, going to say the same thing. So obviously people can find you at uh, Epic Network. .com. We put that on the screen there for everybody. If you're watching, uh, if not, and you're listening, it's epicnetwork.com or evolveeventsgroup.com. And feel free to reach out and get in touch if either of those things are up your alley and you need to connect. And you will not connect with a finer human than Deanna. And so please reach out if you're interested and uh, and connect with them. For sure. Uh, Deanna, we're so grateful that you joined us today. It was fun to dig in deeper. Um, we've been learning more and more about you every single time we, we talk every to you time. and you are incredible and super inspiring. So thank you so much for joining us and everyone make sure to reach out to Deanna. Thanks for Thanks having me. It's been my pleasure, everyone. Thank you. Thanks. Awesome. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. Want more business choreography? Check out our website at bizchoreo.com to find out more. And find out how the choreography for your marketing operations and sales can raise your revenue and create more impact. Remember, every business needs choreography.